Open the five bay doors, please, pal. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Look at the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. <laughs> a movie artist with Brad Pitella and Gus Trapper. And come, come to study with me at Edinburgh. Yes, I, 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 Edinburgh is a good. It's a, if you're gonna go to college financially, it's a smart decision. It's huh. still not cheap, but it's not expensive. It's still, I think it's still way more expensive than it should be. But it's literally oh, yeah. a fraction of what private art colleges are, which a lot of them are for profit and they're scams anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's why I went to Edinburgh, <laughs> just like a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you don't want to start your life behind the eight ball you know with a with a giant um debt you know slung over your back crushing you so that speaking of that jordan scad right you're going to is that looks like it yeah <laughs> i think so no turning back yeah the, speaking the, of crushing debt yeah but i have the promise of the bees uh future, yeah, you, you uh, have future a, profits you know well you have on. a specific reason yeah. right You'll have a steady not, job. Yeah, this isn't like a like like when we first went to school, Jordan, and we were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a job doing doing film or animation." Like, who knows? Everybody who thinks that is an egotist and slightly insane. Yeah, right. Yeah. But but you have to be slightly insane. Oh yeah, that's required. And, you know, to 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 do creative stuff, you have yeah. to believe that anybody gives a shit about what you have to say too you know what i mean yeah it's slightly narcissistic just yeah. a little or, just... or you have to be either narcissistic or self-deluded or you know some measure of both <laughs> true <laughs> uh no the present company accepted of course right oh well no yeah, we yeah. were all knew exactly very <laughs> no i we're I, all, I we're all cool it. you guys i are was cool. the the floor is a lot higher on finished work than it used to be you know sure. what i mean yeah sure. that's true I would say that I would say that that everyone here is part reason for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's everybody that was doing good stuff, but it's like, I think, well, it's also know, iron, uh, iron thing. It's also the Cintiq lab that helps a lot. Sure. For finished yeah. animation. anyway. Well, yeah, this me scanning stuff with yeah. a, with a, with a <laughs> single flatbed scanner with a peg bar masking taped onto it one at a time i was yeah. like i was like telling students this is how we used to do animation <laughs> describing what you guys did like right like you draw it all onto paper and then you'd have to scan it and then you'd have to do 10 more steps just to get the, the lines yeah <laughs> and then you gotta yeah now you can just draw it and you're done you know on the right the, right yeah. before we were screening like pencil tests and almost entirely pencil tests yeah right? and it was like <laughs> really good animation but nobody nobody except for calfi did that like got to the point where it was like right like yeah. colored and everything had a background and there were effects and a sound foley nobody did that he was a go-getter Dave Filoni went to edinburgh did you know that dave yeah. Filoni went to edinburgh uh, he held my iphone 3gs in his hands and what something that did he let made. you smell his hat <laughs> he was like hey kid while you're while i'm watching your shit smell my hat how does his hat smell i'm, uh, I'm curious it's like money it smelled like yeah. money it smelled like money and the underside of george lucas chin 
<laughs> fold down here. Oi. Uh, well, speaking of gross folds, wh- yeah. why, uh, while we try to get that image out of our heads, let's, I guess, start the episode. <laughs> uh, hey, gang. Uh, where to begin? Gus is still on uh, paternity leave. I got uh, two very fine gentlemen here with me, Adam Lucas and Jordan Held returns. Thank you, Jordan, for coming back to the podcast after the way we treated you last time. <laughs> oh, and now oh, I, feel like the, I don't feel like the new guy. <laughs> oh, and uh, Adam, uh, of course, filling in for Gus while he's on paternity leave and is basically Wait. the third member now. So how did you how did you treat Jordan? I listened to the episode, but I don't know. Oh, I've just I don't know. Oh, okay. yeah. After, after, like after we stopped recording, we like went to his house and <laughs> horse whipped him. <laughs> well, he probably so, literally asked for that. So I'm sorry for that. So oh, the Northman, okay. we uh, we went and saw the Northman. Today is Tuesday. Northman opened last weekend. We all went to see it. And now we're talking about it, as you probably guessed from the title of the episode. It's the new film from Robert Eggers, who gave us The Witch and The Lighthouse. Um, it's Hamlet with Vikings. Episode over. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Hamlet is the tale of Hamlet with, yes. with Hamlets. <laughs> yes. So but, this is yes, uh, Alexander Sarsgaard, who is ripped, by the way, plays so yoked. <laughs> he you, OK, there's a 20 minute video of his trainer talking about his training and everything yeah. on the, like for real. I believe it. And like he doesn't mention like HGH or any other injectables. But come on, man. <laughs> 3,700 calories a day he ate, I read. 3,700. Yeah, five, five meals. He ate five full meals a day. And steroids. And steroids, yes. <laughs> he is just insanely ripped here. And his... I'd, I'd hit it. I mean, I'm comfortable enough in my sexuality. No, I, I, I would hit I would. Yeah. I would lie back and think of England, you know? <laughs> so the character he's playing amleth is like that character in viking lore inspired hamlet so this is hamlet source material basically there's nothing new under the sun there's no real surprises here in story-wise like if you know how hamlet goes you pretty much know how this film plays out yeah um all right well general thoughts what do you guys think of it I'll let the newbie go first. Jordan? I'm kidding. Uh, I was I was under the assumption that Lion King was the thing that that inspired all of this. <laughs> that one it's funny because in the interviews he talks he talks about Lion King a lot. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He uh, so this was um uh, this was the first movie I've seen in the theater in quite a while. I saw it last night. I think Uncut Gems was the last movie I saw. In the Uncut theater. Gems. Uncut Gems. I didn't even know that was in the theater. Uh, yeah, we were <laughs> when we were in DC. It was there was like a small theater by where we lived, and we saw it there. So quite a while. Huh. So just being back in the theater, and what a movie to see in the theater after yeah. a while. It was like um, just assaulting in the best ways. Uh, uh, just the pounding score and dudes screaming at each other and barking and. It was it was like just a really intense ride. Um, I, I really really liked it. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, I, from a director I 
really like um uh, what did not disappoint you know high expectations uh yeah he delivered this one is a little more commercially i guess that was the intention anyway you can tell he worked with another writer yeah you know it kind of tempered some of his more you know there's still weird stuff and mystical stuff and but it's a little less eggersy than the lighthouse definitely oh yeah i would say it's closer to the witch you know in terms of like what is real and what isn't and the fantastical mystical elements you know are a little bit more ambiguous yeah i read that he did not have final cut and there might be some feelings that he has as oh, if really implying that they edited it you know to make it more mainstream friendly in a way or something and i'm, I'm in, i would be interested to hear what those things were yeah i heard yeah. that he he tried he wanted it to be slower and more more of an art film basically like the lighthouse and like this whoever the producers or the studio or whatever kind of pushed him toward more commercial viability in one way i like missed some of that but also i was just talking to gus so this i'll give you some gus feedback which he hasn't seen the movie but okay he asked me literally he was like are there like real slow parts where you maybe like kind of get distracted like the other ones and i'm like actually not really like this one kind of just keeps going and never stops and like, yeah. i don't think those parts were bad he, a lot of his meditative slower things are like tonally important i feel like for the other films yeah. and this lacks some of that kind of ethereal meditative art house mood yeah. because it doesn't have as much of that you know there's a little bit of that a little not as much i agree no. it's more action like than he's done too there's yeah oh yeah so much more yeah so i liked it overall um it's not as art housey uh so uh, although i i I would stop short of calling it commercially viable because it's fairly brutal (laughs) there's a lot of beheadings a lot of arms being chopped off one uh intestine spilling scene somebody suspended by their intestines yeah (laughs) fairly Uh, a horse made out of human remains like a representation of like a horse oh yeah Um, yeah like work with no eyes you know all kinds of stuff yeah Uh, it's uh no i i really liked it as well i kind of wish i would have saw it before last night because i feel like i need to see it again before i can really 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 talk about it so i'm not gonna speak for the rest of the episode okay i saw it um i saw it on sunday It's been two days and it's kind of sunk in. I mean, when I got home, first of all, I think somebody in my screening walked out. (laughs) I'm not surprised. Yeah, I think two people uh, walked out like halfway through. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, do you think it was the brutality or that it was too weird? I think feel like those are the only two reasons. Probably both, which both of which I loved. Yeah, I don't know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how you're like. Meemaws and people. Regular dude, a regular person would. Oh well, I can tell you, there were two boomer, yeah, yeah, people sitting behind sure. me talking through the entire movie. Oh no! Reminded me why I kind of 
oh. kind of like watching movies at home because I that got really sucks. nice TV and good sound, pretty good. Right. Like, not as good as the theater, but still really good. Yeah. Thankfully, you couldn't hear them most of like I was far enough away. Yeah. But literally, that you know, this movie has a lot of very quiet scenes, and some of them are very tense, and some of them are just like pillow shots and stuff. But that's when they would think, you know, really catch up. <laughs> on the yeah. finer points of the story yeah uh, so yeah they 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 enjoyed it but they didn't quite they didn't quite get it is what they were saying as they left the theater They're like well it was it was good but i don't think i understood everything that was going on what what's uh, not uh, what's not to understand i know this one's pretty clear I, like whereas yeah. like there's <laughs> a pretty clear clip revenge movie pretty pretty easy to understand yeah it's yeah. it's a five-act story right it had like five little titles yeah um and even worked. the weird stuff is very obvious it's like oh this is their family tree of kings this is yeah this yeah, is yeah. a valkyrie taking someone to valhalla like it was not like what are we seeing you know did the valkyrie have braces by the way right what was that what, i feel what? like it was like a line of like dirt it looked like braces but to it me looked but like I, braces, right i i, I, that's I what initially it's... thought and i was literally like looking closer and i think it was like some sort of weird thing where like they had like a like if they were riding a horse and they got dust and their mouth was open and it would like make a line or i don't maybe, know it was maybe it looked like know. some sort of weird makeup decision had to be intentional yeah. and with right. how, oh, how specific he is with oh, the yeah. historical he's like oh shit we I cast would... a woman with braces like, <laughs> I didn't oh, no. some people some people really like that keep it in keep it in <laughs> I mean, I was never confused or bored. I no, I, I can't imagine being confused. Yeah, the tree, that's his family tree. I mean, it looks like trippy. There's trippy visuals to it, but it it's very clear what it is. There's no, <laughs> nothing's like hidden or metaphorical in this movie. It's very straightforward story. There, there, yeah, there's the uh sweat lodge scene i guess which and the and the like the zombie night oh yes that as well and the you know the valkyrie of course but yeah i could see the language the way they talk you know what i mean uh being a little bit hard to swallow for some people yeah uh yeah i am pentameter stuff uh not quite as extreme as the witch or even the lighthouse how oh, yeah the language could get in those movies but you know that element is still there obviously very important to him and and in, in, in his work he brings his flair for historical accuracy and his attention to detail there's really really good attention to detail really well orchestrated shots there's a couple shots that i i think are going to be studied and like oh, yeah. fawned over for years like the one where the camera's in the trees and then it goes onto the boat like yeah, over the, the river shot. it goes over those flowers yeah mm-hmm. and then you're on the boat and i'm like that's a cut that's a hidden cut it wasn't no and it, it zooms wasn't. in it ends on his face too yeah it dollies there's a dolly the camera went from a crane to a dolly and then a dude hand pushed the dolly and the guy rowing in front of him had to like duck out of the way and throw his oar in the water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the you, boat was so small. 
you can kind of see him looking at the camera though that guy yeah he's like he's like when do i go when do i go like when am i out of frame they must have had somebody like cueing him i remember thinking like why does that dude keep looking at the camera and then i read later oh he had to duck out of the way <laughs> in order to get the close-up yeah yeah i mean so, when they read when they raid that village that whole sequence is just like oh yeah no that Bonkers. is like a wonder for the ages oh absolutely yeah, that yeah. was that scene where it starts with him going over the fence and then catching the spear somebody shoots an arrow at him at one point and it lands just off camera and it ends with him howling there's this whole weird like wolf thing going on with yeah, he's a wolf bear. He's a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the berserkers are wolves. Like they're the smaller, like shiftier ones. And then the big brutish ones are bears. And he's 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 a switch. <laughs> so yeah, Ethan Hawke plays his dad. Uh Nicole Kidman plays his mom. Willem Dafoe as the court jester and the overseer of the sweat lodge. And then we see his mummified head later. <laughs> with like uh rocks or something for eyes and then it's like yeah. a leaf it, yeah you put like a leaf yeah. for it they were not kind to him <laughs> yeah the mummified willem dafoe had maybe one of my all-time favorite movie props ever. <laughs> you, like, if you like you could get one prop to have like on your mantle that would be uh the one now i kind of read that as a nod to the yorick alas poor yorick scene you know yeah from him yeah. like Willem Dafoe is in the movie for what 90 seconds or something yeah, like barely two. yeah but it's a huge impact like his like sets that that tone of the kind of like the the surreal supernatural mystical stuff yeah there's a little like when they they burp and fart in there it's like a touch of the lighthouse humor for like yeah. a moment in this movie yep. and then it's just like yeah. like nothing yeah, there's yeah, there isn't really any more like yeah, funny it's just done, you know. No levity at all. No, it's no. very <laughs> very grim and very dour, um, in a good way. That's uh that's Eggers, though. That's uh it's kind of what you get. So I this he yeah, Bjork is in it briefly as like a oracle or something. <laughs> Of yep. course, you got to have that's her. Just, I, I imagine that's just sort of how she is day to day. They didn't really have to do much. Yeah. That no, was well, actually they, that's actually yeah from just uh they just took some found footage from one of her music videos yeah. and just yeah. stitched it in. <laughs> and and she pretty much just as it as it does in these type of movies just tells you exactly what's going to happen in the whole movie. It's like yeah, here's right. your fate, <laughs> and then it just happens exactly like here's that. your tear back, and then this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what, uh, Brad? This movie operates on a determinist timeline. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. Uh, yeah, I he knows know. his fate and he still goes He's, through with it. He still does it. Yeah. Yep. Sure does. The living conditions. That's a lot of Hamlet, um, though. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot of stories like Very that. Very fatalist. Yeah. A lot and, of and like, classic epics and stuff, too. Right. I, I think that that has something to do with the psychology of those eras because it was so brutal and like unfair and everything that like it was easier for them to be like, but we can't help it. So <laughs> shut up, like just deal with it. You know, I can imagine that horrible living conditions like when they go through the village and it, even if you're a king, the living yeah. conditions are horrible. It's <laughs> no. Yeah. They're like in the king's like great hall. Right. And they have. Yeah. 
that I did not like the CG fire, the fire pits. Oh, they were yeah. too much. Yeah, it was like raging fire in those pits. Those were just raging. like LED panels, like blinking, you know, and then they added fire in. Oh. And I was just like, that's too much fire, Robert. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looks cool, but it looks too cool. He was like, I'm um, finally going to use digital effects. And then right? got a little yeah. too crazy with it. <laughs> yeah. But Woo-hoo! it's like so dark and dank and like you can't see shit. And I'm sure it smells terrible in there. Oh, yeah. And also he has a thing for like substance, like mind altering substance being used oh, as a does. plot device. You know, He does like that. Yeah. Um, the, the, the sweat lodge thing they're definitely there's that's like a he drinks something right tea. yeah they, they drink out of those bowls there's yeah, some like was... crazy broth that they drink oh I'm i sure thought... it has drugs in it and blood probably too probably I, yeah i like i thought it was and... blood at first but yeah there are bones in it yeah there are bones in it like it's just some weird crazy thing i you know and i'm sure like because that was common that they would go into like a sweat lodge or whatever and trip balls and have like a vision quest oh yeah you know <laughs> Because he's whole... looking down there, hovering off the floor, you know, and all that. Oh, yeah. And that sets up the whole revenge plot, basically. His, his dad makes him promise to uh, avenge his death. And, of course, the next very next scene. Yeah, literally. The next... <laughs> like immediately, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was over two hours, right? But it didn't feel like Not it. that much, but yeah. Yeah, I could have. I could have. It could have been longer. I thought it moved pretty well. Uh Yeah. That did not feel long at all to me. No, it was cruising, cru- cruising through there. I mean, I wonder, I wonder, you know, I mean, because it jumps to him being older almost immediately after the shit hits the fan. Yeah, which which it didn't bother me at all. But um, I feel like that. I bet that I, I would doubt that there is any of this if stuff was cut, you know, by the studio. Right. I, I doubt that it was there because that sure. feels like a very intentional. You would have to write it that way for it to work as well as it does. I don't know. That's just it, a guess. And there's like a ritual song thing happening after the dad dies. And before we see him as an older person, yeah. it's kind of like a random dancing scene, basically Yeah, rite of passage or developing kind of symbolism sort of thing, becoming a Viking. Yeah. Just like such a commitment to realism except the parts where it's definitely not supposed to be realistic you know yeah. like yeah. it makes those parts like it's it's an interesting dance that he does with that like hyper realism and then like blatant surrealists you know mystical stuff yeah that's the kind of stuff that puts it over the edge for me in in, in terms of you know like really liking it if, if you removed all the surreal kind of stuff i think i mean it would still be good yeah I think Watching. it wouldn't, it would have a little, it would be a little too heavy. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you would like, it wouldn't, it would lose credibility too. Because if you don't have that representation of the motivations of these people that believe in these things, and this is, yeah. they think this is how the world works. If you don't incorporate that, you're like, this guy's an idiot. Just go be with your lady in Ireland or wherever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think they did a good job of like, conveying how important those beliefs are to these people and how like you said how much it guides them through their life you know the yeah the 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 fate and them believing that they need to die in battle and 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 the visions they have for odin and and all of that stuff and that like make drives all the decisions they make uh has eggers established himself as the premier bird director at this point 
I believe so. He is very into birds and booze. I, and I mean, like drugs. <laughs> I, I can't like think of anybody his... else. That's true. And they didn't those nature themes from no. So like the the raven, you see the ravens when when the boats are sailing into the harbor at like the beginning of the movie. There are ravens flying with the fleet. Yes, you see them there. Yes. You see when he gets to the chieftain's village in Iceland, um, and he sees his mother for the first time in whatever twenty years. She's shooing ravens away from her window. Yes, like it, it, his dad keeps these signs keep showing up to like, you know, point tell him he's on the wrong or on the right path or whatever. Yeah, but you know, and I think I would I would bet that Eggers might have a similar feeling as i do to it i'm i'm guessing that like it's kind of that you know like when you buy a car and then you see it everywhere yeah like, damn i didn't know there were so many <laughs> toyota corollas or whatever you know it's like if you're looking for ravens every time there's a raven around you're gonna be like oh my god a raven you know right right um True. but it's a cool device in the film and it's just like a nice he does he does that a lot where he's just like remember remember yeah, Remember, like all these things. sort of recurring visual motifs yep. that he likes to do. A lot of visual storytelling and it really so much good say and or show and don't tell. Like in the yeah. in the village raid, like he was. I guess he was very intentional about anytime there was violence, not just like reveling in it and just purely like glorifying it. That there had to be some like conflict guilt you know remorse something you know after at the end of that scene is they're like burning all the children alive oh god like, yeah he's like you can tell he's like uh well, well you know he's like what the fuck am i doing kind of uh, thing like because he's come down from his like berserker high and yeah uh, he he's in a berserker rage there and that that is just the most brutal this movie's brutal there's there's a lot of a lot of brutality burning an entire village alive women and children after the men have been all decapitated and de-armed yeah, that's intense yeah, that's, yeah uh i you know you don't i mean you don't see it that often where you're like watching a movie and someone the actor is supposed to be mad in the scene and like it correlates with like when you've actually seen someone mad in real life which is a lot different yeah, yeah. these people are like like fucking screaming at each other man they were like mad like you felt that intensity you know what i mean yeah uh, 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 uh that really helped buy into the violence because i normally don't like it when one dude's like running through like 50 people yeah. it's kind of like, right but like right. he like earns it dude like he earns it you know like it, it like helps me buy into those moments i it really felt like him like even i'm i'm sad to hear that he didn't get final cut and they had opinions about it but i still felt his touch to it you know it didn't feel yeah. like a different vision like it felt like his vision oh yeah i think if you watch this in line with the other other two you know it would you wouldn't miss the beat you know it doesn't it wouldn't necessarily stick out i mean it's a bigger movie it's a more expensive yeah. movie no doubt but yeah yeah and i think all of that stuff like the the commitment to like correct period attire and construction practices and like even down to like where the buildings were placed like in the chieftain's village you know all of that even though none of us are experts on that or whatever it does two things like like you said it could it, it just makes it so much more 
engaging and engrossing. Yeah. And then I also think it just gives the, the actors are like 90% of the way there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're and, the, like, and the audience. Yeah. But you know, like, like that, then that, yeah, yeah. then that, get, that pays off for the audience. Then it's like the actors are like, that makes their job so much easier. They can go that extra 10%. And now you're at 110%, you know, realism. Whereas like normally Hollywood is like 30% realistic. Yeah. It's um, like one, one detail doesn't matter, but like a thousand details, it, that it becomes a texture at that point. Yep. When you do it as accurately as you possibly can, there, I think, is something in our lizard brains that is like, yeah, that looks like a place that like organically was created by a society. Do you know what I mean? By like that kind of group think that when people live in the same area together and generate myths and and customs and architecture and art and like you can your your human just instinct can feel that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Clicks. Agreed on a subconscious yeah, just, level so you don't even have to suspend disbelief because there's nothing to disbelieve yeah. in a way you know and then on the, camera though what's his deal uh, come on man uh, shoot some coverage he doesn't like coverage no he hates he, it. very orchestrated not not standard coverage just very orchestrated shots i'm doing it like this yeah <laughs> he said that the storyboards were basically like a graphic novel yeah like I they were it. very yeah. like fully realized. You know? Knows exactly what he wants. I heard someone compare him to like Fincher, Fincher esque, like yeah, psychopathic. Uh, I want this. We're gonna get this at any cost, more or less, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really interesting story about how long it was in development and how how involved Skarsgård was too. You know. Yeah, he was producer. He's a producer on the film. Yeah. And not of, just like, you know, sometimes people get tacked on there. Oh, yeah. He was involved for, for points. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? For money. Like, well, I'll do it. But also you got to make me an executive producer or something, you know, so that I can get extra points on the box office or whatever. No, I heard he wanted to do it. Skarsgård wanted to do oh, it. Oh, no, he did. I'm yeah. just saying, like, he's it's not one of those scenarios. It's like he was like heavily involved and yeah, was talking to Eggers like on and off, you know, through the whole process for years. Came a Dear. long way from True Blood. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the the uncle, the 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 guy he's going after for the, oh, those of you out there, uh, the kind of because like by the end of by the end of it, it's kind of warping into this like, oh well, maybe he's not actually such a bad guy, but yeah, right. Sarsgaard yeah. is so singular in his mission that it's like I could care less. My mom's yeah. actually happier. Uh, what like? <laughs> Yeah, that's a right. good reveal. He like deifies that's, his father, and then in yeah. that really good scene with Nicole Kidman, he's yeah. he's like, no, he was actually like not not great at all. Uh, like, yeah, I didn't ever want to be there. Yeah, yeah, it was just for the good of the kingdom and everything. I just kind of put on a face, but he's like, I didn't even want you. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, and then he's like, well, I won't kill a woman, but then like he ends up killing her in like self defense, and then his half brother, same deal, like. Yeah. And you can tell he's like kind of tore up about it. Like he just kind of like instinctively does it because yeah. that's what he does. He's a killer. I came here to kill somebody. So yeah. And he was so in the wrong place at the, the wrong back. time. Yeah. Yeah. Kills him in his sleep, runs him through. Sucks. <laughs> so everybody dies. Everybody like, dies. I, I guess it's the end of the film. They have a giant battle in front of a volcano, the gates of hell. 
this sword can only be unsheathed at night into the gates of hell and that's again that's so, what happens uh, he, he can't get the sword out at, during the day so he's yeah like, they only show that well they show it two times the sun's rising he has an opportunity to like kill right the the, the brother right the the chieftain and he's like he like can't pull it out of the sheath and then has to like run up on the roof of the house and you see the sun's coming up and then the no-nos dude from when he was a kid um i I like the way they set that up by the way yeah yeah the guy with no nose (laughs) so you can track this character through the movie you know yeah and then when you see him again when he returns that's like the first guy he sees and it's like oh no nose guy no no you (laughs) fucking guy and then he shoots snot out of his nose hole oh god it's not rocket but instead of going down it goes straight out (laughs) and then he Uh, he kills him through his nose hole too yeah that yeah (laughs) yeah real slow oh yeah just a lot of good setups and payoffs again like just uh tons of good storytelling i liked it i liked it a lot what did you think what what, the 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 zombie night reminded me of the green knight a little like, I told us that too. I was like, this is what the Green Knight should have been. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. I thought of that too. Well, with like the chapter cards or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like the zombie knight. So this, you know, similar kind of thing. Way better than the Green Knight. Uh, and but, it did it really happen, or is that just like his right? That's what I wanted know, that, to get. Like, what did you did it really happen? And then like his or it was all in his mind, but it like there was like a spell, or you know what I mean? Like my first thought. Theory? on seeing it was that it was all in his mind like that it was some kind of part of the magical realism where he had to fight this thing but it it only happened in his mind right right yeah we like he really did fight it but it was just it wasn't a physical it was like metaphysical fight yeah there was some like charm that air that place was charmed and he had to fight the you know similar his mind similar to him floating above his body in the um right the sweat lodge scene maybe that maybe that old longhouse had like uh volcanic gases venting into it that made you like trip balls so maybe he like got in there and thought he was fighting the night and then like he kind of wore off and he was like oh okay i'll see you (laughs) i want some of those um that's i'm reading way into it because they didn't even show uh, if there was a shot of like a crack in the ground with some like steam coming out of it then maybe that's what he was using the wafting method to like yeah like the 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 old lady in the um the thief and the cobbler in the basket (laughs) oh sure yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah oh yeah and his eyes go like pinwheels and turn neon colors that would have made it better i feel like pinwheel so to be like, whoa, he's really, he's really going for the fences well. there. Watch uh, out, Robert. Yeah, because that's where he gets the sword, right? Is yeah. down there from the, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a big part of Act Three where he has to find the sword. We're, we're kind of assuming it's five acts, right? There were five little title cards that came yeah, out. Yeah, it's a weird act structure, I would say, yeah. just might as well, because I, you know, Shakespearean stuff is split into like normally five or seven yeah tragedies tragedies are typically five or seven and i felt yeah the in keeping with this being hamlet basically then and it's very kind of if you break it apart by just when the titles are those are perfect act breaks too so right i feel like you could take those titles and overlay them right over the lion king 
Yeah. Perfect. Someone literally just did that and it's on YouTube. Like, right now. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, there, were you guys, uh, were, were there a couple moments where Ethan Hawke kind of took you out of it? Uh, or did not? He always kind of, I always just see like him on the train and before sunset or whatever. <laughs> Anytime I see him, you know what I mean? I think that there were a couple lines where I, I, I don't know if I was like, oh, that that delivery, I don't know about it. Like, was that really the best take of that? That just just a little bit. I mean, I don't know. He he's his dad, so he dies pretty early. And it didn't like take me out of the movie totally, but it's like there's a couple moments I thought where he was not great. I, I kind of agree, but I, I'm guessing what they were doing was foreshadowing his mother's speech about how he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean he's he, he looks at himself like the king and duh, but really he's just like a bumbling drunken guy trying to get glory and have spending sex time him. in that sweat lodge with willem dafoe well yeah, that, getting all hammered up with his buddy the fool that sweat lodge scene was awesome he was awesome in that scene though yeah. there, there were moments where he was really good too but like, he's actually going for it yeah yeah maybe you're right maybe it's just like the character just I think as, that I think that's what they were going for, but I don't think they needed to do that, you know, yeah. because every king is a self-important asshat, right? <laughs> you don't have yeah, to like push true. that at all. Anyway, good movie. I liked it. I liked it very much. It's, I again, I feel like I need to see it a couple more times to like not that there's anything for me to figure out or whatever. Just to look at the shots, really, I think. Just yeah, there, it's just. What would have been good about some more of the traditional Eggers quiet, slow parts would have been giving you time to digest stuff because you have no time to really digest anything in this. That's very true. I think that's what he wanted. Yeah, I think he wanted that too and they wouldn't let him do it. It's like uh, uh, Skarsgård and Annie Taylor-Joy, like they're like traveling like on horses on the countryside through like things. And it kind of felt a little like off to me, like almost like two towersy kind of like traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Like tonally and maybe how the music was hitting during these scenes Uh, here. here, I'll be the Gus. This is my Gus moment complaining about the music in a scene. Uh, (laughs) I'll put in a video game reference later as well, but uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think Uh, those, there was a couple moments like that kind of felt a little, little off to me. It, I guess but just what I was saying before, it's just like I just bought into this dude being like a complete psychomaniac animal. Like, yeah, yeah, which I don't often do. And yeah. it's like, right. eh, eh, and then he goes guess, full psycho mode again at the end, right? His arm is like half hacked off <laughs> yeah. and he's like, oh, God, and just like gets an extra boost of adrenaline and just goes whole, whole hog with his hog rocking out with his hog out, just hacking a whacking. Logs out, logs out. All right, that's our first t-shirt. I just made that up. up a Shopify right now. So I'm excited to see what he does next. Yeah. Is this going to be known as the, like, there's the, um, what's Edgar Wright's trilogy? The Oh, yeah, right. Portonetto or whatever the hell yeah. they're called. Um, is this going to be the The Trilogy? The The Trilogy? The, I the, think that yeah. it will no doubt gain some sort of unofficial trilogy name. It really seems seems oh, uh, as such. I've heard a couple mentions of it already. You know, it's like, oh, it's the first the trilogy, like a freshman, you know, trilogy. Of, yeah. You know, films. 
well, we'll we'll see if he goes in a completely different direction or if he just keeps with these like dark pseudo horror brutal well gosh i hope so yeah off the cuff after seeing this just once if you were to rank his three movies for you personally uh what would you be feeling right now i'm interested to to hear that oh boy um it's tough it's tough i'm i've been thinking i was afraid of that question (laughs) oh oh son of a bitch i I you will be good at ranking stuff (laughs) (laughs) you You will be you will be (laughs) you will be uh i i don't like i'm not not, it's not that i'm just bad at ranking stuff like i can tell you like my favorite movies but it's like rank them i'm like fuck you uh but it's very very good it's it is very good i think just for me the lighthouse i like the lighthouse better than this i think i got again i gotta watch a couple more times but i think i would go lighthouse by it by a nose Oh, oh, uh, and then and then Northman and then which again, like all really close. Like it, if I watched them all again, I would probably change the order. You know what I mean? If I all watch yeah. them all back to back to back, I might put Lighthouse on top as well. I don't know. I it it probably would depend on what mood I'm into. Like, also true. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't as know, similar I, as they are, they are all very different as well. Like I love them all. I loved all three of them. I think probably. I think probably the witch and the lighthouse I would put above this one, even though I loved it. I it's just though those films had a, just a little bit more of the pondering thoughtful pace that I liked from him. Whereas, yeah. I mean, I think, so that wasn't his fault, right? It was like, sure. What something like that he was forced into like. And making, I think some of it was that he chose to work with a different, another writer and yeah kind of kind of mix it up a little bit um i I don't it's hard to say i'm not i don't want to come off like i'm not recommending this because i strongly recommend it oh yeah yeah. i mean i Um, think you're you're choosing between three really good movies of of the last whatever five six years i don't even know when did which come out but um yeah i'd probably put the lighthouse first i really like the lighthouse it's just it's so bizarre and it's very it's like it's just because of i like it how weird and and the things that it deals with and the crazy commitment to the the language and yeah the the way they shot it and everything it's just like it's like a madman like a a mad scientist made it you know yeah yeah it's like a creature yeah, I, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put this one i'll put this one above the witch i mean i really like the witch the witch is just I think like the witch is like a perfect film i think it is the best film he's made in terms yeah, of yeah like, like it the whole right, thing lightning in a bottle movie. yes there is yeah. i wouldn't change a frame of it right uh, but and just <laughs> you know just the this is more impressive the northman's more impressive yeah. and the lighthouse is weirder and i fucking i like it I, I like, like weird. weird. I like weird. And it's just I think like, the witch is like a perfect film. I think it is the best film he's made in terms yeah, of like, like it, the whole right, thing lightning in a bottle movie. Yes, there is. Yeah. I wouldn't change a frame of it. Right. Uh, but and just you know, just the, <laughs> this is more impressive. The Northman's more impressive, yeah. and the lighthouse is weirder. And I fucking I like it. I, I like weird. weird. I like weird. And now so now I, I got a reference Star Trek somehow. Well, have you been catching up with Picard, uh, Brad? Speaking of Star Trek, 
Oh, is this this our segue into what you watch? What you watch now, huh? Oh, yeah, that is a segment. I forgot. Let's do a segment called What Are You Watching? Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm not not, watching Picard. I'm not watching Picard. I don't have Paramount Plus, and I've heard it's not very good. Oh, I heard it's awful. I read the Red Letter Media guys rip into it every couple episodes. It's one of my favorite (laughs) reoccurring things of recent. Well, I watched. I've started too many things and now I can't really remember them all. Um, right. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> there's another season of Russian doll for some reason. Oh, I, right. liked, I liked the first yeah. season a lot. I, oh yeah, yeah. So did oh, I. Yeah. The second season, the second, first episode, I literally turned to Rachel and I was like, oh, well, that wasn't very good. <laughs> no, it's not good. I, uh, I, I heard it as much, but yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to finish it. It's, I'm gonna give it at least another couple episodes. I don't think I've I think it maybe three or four episodes in and I just don't care. Like I've only I watched the first one, so yeah, probably I'll probably feel the same. It's way. like, all right, the first season felt so self-contained. Like yeah. It it's like if anything's ever screamed, don't make another season, right? It, it'd be stranger things, and then that too. That's yeah. <laughs> Oh, nice one, Brad. Nice one. And then a Firefly, of course. <laughs> oh no. I just uh we just got canceled. Sorry, Brad. I just got an email. Oh no. Canceled by all the Firefly nerds. It's like, all right, we did the time loop. Now let's put the character in another weird time anomaly that's yeah. different. And it has to it, do with the subway because it's New York. Yeah, and there's a gold train or something. And nazis yeah. and oh just, i haven't gotten that far holy shit well now <laughs> i gotta watch now i said nazis and i'm there <laughs> natasha leone first she sounds like she's been smoking nonstop for 30 years which might very well be true i think it is yeah i want one of those lighters on a lanyard thing where do yeah. i get that she's i like natasha leone in general it's not she's good, strong I, you know she knows what she wants she doesn't take no shit from anybody yeah Scott shows shouldn't have second seasons it's it's you know the character is i mean the it well the, i like the character the show is just trying really hard to be like edgy and cool and which like it, it, you, you can do that for a season, right? And yeah. get away with it. Right. Then we're like, okay, now we're going to do it again. And we're like, are you though still, you're still doing this kind of, you know, I, yeah. I feel like limited series, like they're kind of big right now. Right. They have been recently. And yeah, I feel like people should learn a lesson. It's just like, get in and get out, then do something else, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. But, but you it, know, it just didn't need to happen. That was my first thought. Like I saw, on netflix season two of russian doll really they did another one okay i guess we'll yeah i knew there was another one coming and it kind of got put on pause because of the pandemic and then I don't, it's not good yeah i almost like it's like one of those things where i was like oh yeah that, that show oh yeah it was really good it was Just season like, one was really stuff. good yeah yeah harry nielsen song yeah I love harry nielsen look go listen to harry nielsen if you don't know who i'm talking about Oh, yeah. It's got two S's in Nielsen. <laughs> N-I-L-S-S-O-N. Uh, All right. Let's Jordan, see. what are you watching? Oh, I just watched The Batman a couple days ago. The oh. Batman with the our hats, our friend. The Batman. What you think uh, of that? I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I, I thought it was really well done. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I didn't. 
I'm not like going crazy over it, uh, but very. I mean, and this sounds as not not like a like a compliment, but like it just like looked really good, and the pacing I liked a lot. It like dared to be a little boring at times. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like contrasting it to like Marvel stuff. True, which is good. It was it, moodier like, than. Yeah, um, and you know I appreciate the different take on Batman, Bruce Wayne, separating it from the other um, takes on it. I liked all his stuff. Felt like homemade, like you know what I mean, like like kind of obsessive, like obsessive. He happens to be rich, yes, but mainly he's just right. like an obsessive dude who's like smart and just cobbled all this shit together in his cave, where instead of like billionaire playboy who has the his black manservant build all this stuff for him with his weapons company or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought like uh, Gordon, their di- their dynamic was good. He was really good, and and yeah. Uh, Pretty sure there's a West um, Westworld tie-in coming. Yeah, I, I I am so over watching Batman beat up a bunch of people, but that was pretty minimal. I thought that was the yeah. weaker moments, like <laughs> yeah. at the end with the flood and stuff and all that. And I'm just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish they would have just leaned into the 90s thing a little bit more. They're using that Nirvana song and he's like all 90s moody. I, w- I wish they would have not maybe had a, a, like a score, traditional score, and maybe had some like Chemical Brothers kind of weird 90s Apex twin. electronic music, you know? He, he was very know. emo. Yeah. I, I, it's, the music... Um, didn't work for me all the time, but uh, I, I thought it was good. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot yeah, of good yeah. Stuff. I, I felt I felt very positive about it in the end. All right, um, cool. I was very on board for Acts One and Two. I, Act Three didn't work for me. I yeah, was... agree. Because like again, like all the I don't know. Like it's so funny to say like I just don't care about Batman dealing with villains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like fighting and stuff. The car yeah. chase was awesome. Car chase um, was really good. Yeah, it was yeah. But I just kind of don't like, I don't know what they can do where I'm like going to be like, oh, yeah, it was great. I'm just don't need to see another version of the Joker, to be honest. Like, how many versions have there been? It's, I don't know. (laughs) And then TV show wise, let's see. Everybody likes Severance. I'll talk about that, but that is awesome. Very recommended. I I really liked We Crashed, the WeWork show. I just finished that. I was going to talk about that. I thought it was surprisingly really awesome. Jared Leto whatever you think about him as a person piece of shit can act he's him and Anne Hathaway are really freaking good in that show uh and I ended up really liking it which I did not think was going to happen what's it called oh we We crashed crashed. like it's a based on the we work the rise and fall of the ceo we work I'm going to write that down apple Oh, it's on Apple. That's on Apple. Yeah, it's on Apple. Yeah. Is that free or do I do I? You could pro- uh, probably get it for free if you just buy an Apple product. Yeah, ever. if you buy a thirteen hundred dollar iPad, um, you get it free for uh, like yeah. three months or something. They got months. a lot of good stuff. I, I'm actually surprised with their the quality of their Severance is amazing. Yeah, the, very good things space, about Severance. The Space Show for All Mankind is really good. It is the good space show. It took me a while to get into it, but yeah, yeah, it, it gets a little slow, but. It gets going, and yeah. I think, yeah, it's surprisingly way there's better a lot than of, you think. There's a lot of good stuff. They're throwing there. money at things, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, Adam, what do you got? What oh, you I just finished We Crashed as well, which okay. I thought I loved the uh, ending, Jordan, like the last 
Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I don't want to give it away in case you haven't seen it, but uh, it, it was just, I liked it a lot. Um, and what else? Uh, I watched, oh, for some reason, I watched Warrior. Have you seen this film? It's Tom Hardy. Oh, and sure. Nick Nolte, yeah. where he's like an MMA fighter, and there then it was like his brother. He's like his his mom left with him, Tom Hardy's character, and moved to the West Coast. And then his other brother stayed with his dad, and now he's like a teacher who used to be a UFC fighter. And then there's like a billionaire that puts on this tournament in Atlantic City, and both of the brothers are in it, Brad. And guess what happens? They're both in the tournament, two brothers. Uh, they both die. <laughs> no, like, oh, <laughs> uh, okay, I forgot your Gen oh. X. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, really like highly reviewed movie, right? Yeah, like it was, it, it was, yeah, it like it's not very good, it's very <laughs> predictable, like nothing. I don't know, it's I'm a sucker for these like dumb like sports movies and stuff too, and this one just like. It's like fine. I don't like regret watching it, but I finished it. But I was just like, yeah, that's a pretty bad movie. Like, it's just not huh. really, it doesn't really do anything. Um, so, yes, watch that for some reason. I, it just popped up I, like in my recommendation, something, and I Googled it. And I was like, oh, it's got like an 80 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, hmm. it's got to be something there. And then it's not, there's not really. Well, I'm, I'm going to record an outro because my yep. butt's sweating. Oh, gross. Um, just so you all know, and I'm putting that in the episode, too. So I would everyone have knows. it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening. My name is Brad Patello. Find me on Instagram at Brad Patello. Adam is Renaissance Grunt. Jordan is too cool for social media, but uh, <laughs> you can check out the uh, more frames. You run the more frames social media stuff, right? Uh do we have social media? Do you? I don't know. I mean, we technically do, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're we're like a just a collective. It's just, or we we think to be at least. How about that? It's just more frames. We're just one body. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an it's a way of being. Mm, it's a I like that. it's a feeling. It, it's it, something, all right. It binds the universe together. I missed all of that because my headphones shut off. So I can only assume that you're talking about uh, probably like dick jokes or something. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about dicks. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thanks for joining us. Bye.